Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Hey, thanks, Metal Back Gang. Sports fans, can't screw it with the sports game. You want an edge? Hardcore sports fans will get on the grid. That's how you get the edge. This just in, the Houston Texans beefing up their secondary. The Texans have just claimed Vernon Hargreaves, a former first-round pick out of the University of Florida, off waivers from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was benched Sunday for a lack of hustle in the game versus Arizona and waived two days later. But the Texans, they got some injury woes, and they pick up Vernon Hargreaves. Hopefully uh, he could turn around. Very talented guy especially in college. New York Jets not making any changes yet. Adam Gase's hot seat, now cooler. New York Jets owner Christopher Johnson told reporters today his team will not make any changes at the head coaching position, at least till 2020, according to The Athletic. Johnson added that he told the entire Jets team that Gase won't be fired uh, during or after the offseason. He said the decision was actually received well by the players. Not sure about that. Gase's job security has been a hot topic of conversation throughout the season. In his first year at the helm, the Jets have allowed the eighth most points per game, only ranking ahead of Miami and Washington, too, in points scored per contest. They faced the Redskins Week 11. That's a dog's breakfast. Two in NCAA football tonight, 8 o'clock, Bowling Green at Miami of Ohio. The Red Hawks minus 17, total 48.5. In uh, Northern Illinois, they're at Toledo. The Rockets, 2.5-point favorites in the total of 54.5. NCAA news. Uh, the NCAA concluded its investigation of Ohio State talented defensive end Chase Young's rule violation and the suspension upheld. He'll be suspended for one additional game. Young accepted a, uh, a loan and paid back a, a family friend back in 2018. The guy shouldn't have been suspended. But anyway, that's a story for another day. He's going to miss this Saturday game versus Rutgers. He leads the FBS in sacks, 13 and a half. Seventh in tackles for a loss with 15 and a half. Considered the number one prospect in the 2020 NFL draft. The kids got talent. Reports indicated San Antonio Spurs guard DeMar DeRozan might be on the move again. Orlando Magic. Very, very interested uh, in the 11-year veteran. Orlando currently 29th in the NBA in field goal percentage, under 42%. Dead last in points per game, 98.1. DeRozan averaging 19.5 and 49.3% shooting this season. He holds a $27.7 million player option and was far apart in extension talks with the Spurs this season. I'm not going to give him away for nothing, but Orlando sniffing around. The Brooklyn Nets fear that guard Chris LeVert suffered ligament damage to his right thumb. Uh, Lavert is going to visit a specialist for further evaluations. He missed Brooklyn's Tuesday game uh, against the Utah Jazz with the team called a thumb sprain. 25-year-old averaging 16.8 points and five boards and four assists in nine games this season. The Brooklyn Nets also going to sign uh, Iman Shumpert, uh, sources telling ESPN. They hold the 16th roster spot until forward Wilson Chandler's suspension ends. That'll happen in mid-December. If Shumpert is on the roster through December 14th, the Nets uh, need to waive or trade a player. Shumpert previously played for Sacramento and Houston, averaging 7.5 points and three boards in 62 games. Nets 6-4 and four after dropping the last two. We got seven in the NBA tonight. 7 o'clock, Philly at Orlando. Magic 2.5, 207. We got Memphis at Charlotte. Hornets minus 2.5, 221. And a half your total, 730. Washington at Boston. The Celtics are minus 8, total 230. Uh, Clippers in Houston. Uh, Rockets, two and a half point favorites there. Total 234 and a half. That's a big one. Eight and a, 8 p.m. San Antonio at Minnesota. The T Wolves, uh, one and a half point favorites. 227 is your total 10. We got Golden State at LA. Lakers, eight point faves, 219. And Toronto at Portland. Toronto, gutsy performances with so many guys banged out. OG now out tonight. Blazers, minus three and a half. 218 is your total. NCAA hoops. We got a game just tipping off now. Number 23, LSU at VCU. Rams minus two, 143. 7 o'clock, two top 25 teams. 10 Villanova at 16 Ohio State. Buckeyes minus one and a half, 129. Indiana State at number four, Louisville. Cards minus 20 and a half, 145. And number 11, Texas Tech. Uh, they're minus 24 and a half at Houston Baptist, 152. NHL News, Penn Star, Sidney Crosby mulling over treatment options, when, which includes uh, surgery for a sports hernia. That's been bothering him since training camp. The 32-year-old aggravated the injury versus Chicago. 
The Pens captain left in the third period. He didn't return in that game. If he takes the surgery, Cosby will be out uh, four to six weeks. A different option includes a steroid injection and physical therapy. That would allow him to delay surgery till the end of the season, but put him further at risk. He's played all 17 games this season. He's got 17 points leading the team. Five in the NHL tonight. we got 7 o'clock Ottawa, Jersey. Devils minus 186 and a half. Toronto at New York. Good one. Islanders minus 126. No Marner for the Leafs for a while. 7.30. Washington minus 120 at Philly. Six and a half. Uh, big total. Should have lots of goals there. 9.30. Dallas at Calgary. Flames minus 155.5 is your total. Late action at 10. We got Chicago and Vegas. Golden Knights laying 235.6.5. So stick around, everybody. Thanks to Mark Lawrence in Hour 1. Uh, Gabe Morenci and me, we're back for Hour 2. We'll talk to Gamblu, some fights and football. It's Red Heat and Rage on Sports Grid, and it's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time decisions. Thanks, gang. Back to live action. Hour one in the books. Hour two is here. Me and Gabe. Gabe on the road in uh, Montreal. Getting ready for some shows Friday night at the Catacombs in Montreal. So if you're in the area, come check out Homicide. Have some fun. Just looking at some pictures on Twitter, Gabe, when Clam Chowder takes over your Twitter feed, uh, him and his mascot outfit uh, on stage, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. He staged off. Seeing Clam Chowder, poor guy, too. No one caught him. They they moved out of the way at the last second (laughs) and stuff. They crashed out on the floor. I felt bad. It was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I tell you, it's a good thing. (laughs) Tough crowd. Yeah, yeah. Normally, clam chowder is pretty hot in that thing, but I tell you, it's so damn cold here. And I either either I'm just soft now and I'm not used to it, but no, no it's cold. yeah, it's I just cold. I, I dude, it's November. It's too cold. I know. Like yeah, is, I don't like is. you can't. I couldn't live here. Like uh, it's just it's no. abusively cold. And you know, it's funny. I was upset when Kawhi Leonard left. Yet you can't hold it against them. You know, Toronto isn't quite nice as cold as Montreal, right? but. Yeah, still, even New York. You know, the other day I was walking. It's windy as hell. <laughs> like in Jersey, like it's like freezing rain. It's never nice at the Meadowlands. And I'm thinking about. I was thinking because uh, Kawhi was playing the other night. I was out the parking lot. It's pouring rain. I'm like, and it, remember coming in, Cam? It was actually said before. They were like, Kawhi doesn't have a problem with the Raptors team, but he really doesn't like cold weather. And it was like a, like it's a phobia of his. And he got through it for the year. And I remember after they asked him, how did you deal with the cold weather this year? And he said, by not going outside. So he basically <laughs> was cooped up in a condo all year because he was scared to yeah. go outside because it was freaking cold. It's just like, it's even darker here, Cam. <laughs> Look out the window. It's just dark, dark. Like It's like two in the morning, dark type thing. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's just dark and cold. If you're an NBA player and you're from Los Angeles and you're a free agent, you know, how do you hate a guy? Like who wants to live in dark and cold when you can live in Beverly Hills? <laughs> no, it's true. It's understandable. But to, 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 to the city's defenses, like, and you know, Toronto, there's so many underground paths now, Gabe, you know the city. You can get so many different places there. You're literally outside for yeah, a couple well, minutes. You good. can get anywhere. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just saying that's yeah, for us, but we're born, we're born in Canada. I know. Oh, I'm just saying, it. listen, we have yeah. Lou on in a couple of minutes, all right? Yeah. You know, who do you think is, uh, I'm shivering inside right now, all right? <laughs> like, yeah. Who do you yeah. think is living a better lifestyle? You, me, or Lou in Scottsdale? Oh, Lou. <laughs> he's well, like Lou's Gil in Scottsdale, from the Arizona. Gil in yeah, Scottsdale. he's outside. I didn't go golfing. I know, I know. He's east. That's why he always calls us. East coasters were tough because we deal with the winter. That's why the fighters are tough, Gabe. No, I'm not tough. I'm scared. I'm like Kawhi. I don't want to go outside. <laughs> we'll see how Lou's doing. We'll talk to Cam Lou. Fights and uh, fights and football with Cam Lou. Games in Montreal. I'm in Toronto. Back with Cam Lou. After a short break, everybody. Red Heat Rain. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Blowing it down, you hang a little pearl jam. Hey, Gabe, we got to speed it up. I don't want to get too depressed. It's uh, Wednesday afternoon. How, how's the band stuff going there, Gabe? Uh, <laughs> what do you guys do? No, no, I, I don't mind Pearl Jam. It's just, uh, you know you know how it is. That song's kind of sad. But uh, how are things going? So what do you do after the show? You guys get together, grab some a bite to eat, and go over some riffs? How, how does that uh, work, work out for you? Oh, yeah, it, it, it never ends. So I took a plane. Uh, we got here, <laughs> uh, checked in, yep. got fed up. Um, you know, we were hoping to be able to, uh, to be on Skype or, or Skype audio, but uh, there was an issue, but anyway, so no, but right after I'm jamming at eight o'clock and, um, you know, of course, like they, in the rehearsal spots got to be like in the middle of freaking nowhere, bro. It's not like downtown. I tell these idiots that I can't get there till eight. So of course they don't listen and book, book the, the jam for seven. So I tell yeah, them, listen, I'm getting there at eight either way. But yeah, no, listen, we're all in different cities. So it's kind of a tough situation that we're in. You know, we've played these songs before, like the old songs we've done a million times. So it comes back to you right away. And, and the new songs from the new record, you know, we just recorded them, you know, months ago. So they're sort of fresh, but it's, it's challenging, dude. You know, we're all in different cities. We haven't played together in about six months. Also, And even then we only rehearse for a couple of days, but we've done this before. It'll probably, it's weird. The way it goes is it'll be great tonight. So it'll be like, wow, man, we don't even need to practice. We sound great. <laughs> and then tomorrow we'll play again. We'll practice and we'll suck. It'll be like really bad. <laughs> well, cause you'll think, oh, no, we're fine. Everything's great. Yeah. We've got this down. And then you realize no, you really don't. And then, and then you play the show. But at this point in time, dude, like I don't really stress out about this stuff. I would before, but exactly. You know, I'm too old to stress about it. We've done this a million times. Like, I was trying to think about how many shows I've played. You know, over, I don't know, probably 300 or, you know, hundreds type of deal. You know, it's funny because if you ask me right now, you know, what are the lyrics to a song, Cam? 
I would joke. Like, it's like, you know, it's like, I would like have a just as easy time telling you like Iron Maiden lyrics is my own that I've written. Yeah. But once the song oh, starts like, and once I'm in, you know, I'm standing up there, it's like, oh yeah. yeah. And it just sort of, it's like a computer that it just like opens up the, the file. It's like, all right, let's go. And it all sort of comes back, but not all. We'll need a couple of champs to get through this, but we play Friday night and then we play Saturday. And what last time we did this, the second show was definitely better. Like you play a live show. It's not like a football team, right? You're going to get that first game. Yeah. Then week two, you really start rolling. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. But everyone else is really good in the band. And I used to be, you know, I don't play that all that much, but I can be good. Doing, but I'm just going to rely on my radio. teammates, so to speak. We'll be fine. 14 hours a day, right? What are you? It's not like you pick up a guitar between breaks and dilly, dilly, dilly. Like you're not shredding, right? We got a commercial break. You go back. Well, Sean McDermott is this off the buy? I have you know, been recently. So. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, yeah, have well. we tracked Lou down yet? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lou, are you there? I think we did. I think Yang did. I think that's on me. Hey, Lou, are you there, buddy? How you doing? Is Lou there? Gamblu? Hey, Yang, is Gamblu there? Huh? No, I don't hear I'm him. I'm assuming he's not. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, Yang. That, that, that one might be on me because I left him uh, hanging a little bit. But uh, try to get Gamblu back on the line and give us a heads up, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get him in there. So, yeah, so Friday night, right, Marantzi? That's good stuff. So uh, how many people are you expecting uh, at the yeah, show? Yeah, I know we have some so, listeners tuning in in Montreal. So, yeah, we'll be at the Catacombs. It's on mm-hmm. uh, St. Laurent Street right downtown, St. Laurent and um, – I don't know what street. I think it's Ontario Street. It's called actually. Uh, whatever. It's Perfect. right outside Saint Laurent uh, Metro Station. It's too bad Lou uh, won't be in attendance to see us rock Ooh. out. But we're, we're gonna try to get a stream going and get this online. How you doing, Lou? Lou, I'm doing great, happening? guys. I'm sorry I missed the conversation, but if you're playing somewhere, I'd love to peek in. Yeah, yeah, we're oh, playing dude. Friday night in Montreal and Saturday night in a, in a city called Sherbrooke. It's a college town, Bishop's University, uh, right outside of uh, Montreal. The college, college towns are always good uh, for, for, it's like a metal festival or something on Saturday night in Sherbrooke. So we're part of a metal fest, which should be pretty cool. I think I'm too old to be like going back to back and, you know, doing these little mini tours and stuff. But hey, you only live once and I'd rather be, you know, on my deathbed looking back and going, God, I did a lot. And oh, I wish I would have done that, right? You only live once. So I like to put the pedal to the metal. A good a rolling how, how stone gathers no moss. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, and if Mick, if Mick and Keith can be playing at MetLife at seventy six, I think I can handle a couple of shows. <laughs> I, I can handle a couple of shows that now. So listen, well, I'm on the road, but I'll process that trade. I just think it's fair. It's a fair deal uh, for for both of us. I just didn't get a chance to do it yet, but I will. And um, you know, we're getting you to that time now where fantasy league? football starts to get important. Uh, every week. Yeah, one of the leagues I've done. I'm not having a good fantasy football uh, year. Like, uh, no excuses, but I really got screwed by injury this year. Like, hard. Like, pretty much a lot of my players that I had, I was counting on, got, got injured. And there was only so much I could do. I'm trying to hang on with one team to try to get some money back, guys. But it's tough. And our Survivor League actually came to an end last week. It was like last year. It was down to four too. guys, and they all lost. So yeah, instead too, of continuing, Gabe. we're just you know, those four guys get the money. But I'm actually thinking about starting another one. Like a lot of people have been asking me, and I've been out for so long. I can't do it this weekend because I'm on the road. But next week yeah. when I get back, I think I'm going to set up a survivor for the final month of the season and stuff. You know, how many people will get in it? But uh, it'll it'll be some fun. But uh, what do you think, Lou, uh, of this Thursday night football game, Cleveland and the Pittsburgh Steelers? We were talking with Mark Lawrence earlier. And uh, we we remarked about how, once again, same number as last week, the Browns were favored against the Bills. And a lot of people raised their eyebrows. They ended up getting the win, albeit ugly, but it doesn't matter. You know, they won the game. It's all that matters. They covered, et cetera. Hoshka missed two field goals, but 
it is what it is. Now they get a red hot Pittsburgh Steeler team that, you know, we talked about it earlier. Mike Tomlin, you know, people criticize him all the time, but man, he's doing a great job with this team right now. They're a confident Steeler team. And guys, the odds makers, FanDuel Sportsbook, they've got the Steelers at like minus 140 to make the playoffs right now. So, you know, it's not like, ooh, they, they have a chance. Like, no, like the sportsbook thinks, no, they will make the playoffs. Their schedule leads is up. What do you think of the game tomorrow, Luke? I think he's, uh, hey, Lou, uh, uh, he gone? Uh, okay. Anyway. I'll, tell you, I'll, be, I'll be, I'll be taking, <laughs> even when you're away, Gabe. <laughs> Come back your way. <laughs> Get me in your survivor pool, buddy. Uh, you hear what happened to me, right? So I would have won the pool. So everyone got knocked out with the Saints. I had the Colts, and the Colts lose to Miami. What a stooge. One guy was left, so he took it all. I'm just like. I was just Jones. I was telling Lisa I could have really used five grand, but uh, hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles, Gabe. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll enter your pool. Uh, if you start it up again, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get in uh, Survivor Part 2. Hopefully, we'll get Lou back on the line. Gabe, I looked at these fights for this card. This uh, MMA card looked pretty hey, uh, Yeah. So, Lou, what Gabe was saying, uh, what do you think about uh, this? The books just keep on giving Cleveland uh, respect. Uh, not so much. Pittsburgh's the hotter team. I don't know why they make these guys a, a favorite every week. They weren't Buffalo's kicker missed some kicks. It's kind of ridiculous, right, Lou? Yeah, I, I really I'm perplexed by it. Um, but I mean, that said, if we're if we're looking a little bit as to as to why uh, this is Pittsburgh's third game in eleven days because of the Thursday. They've been hot, you're right, but let's not forget Cleveland's on ten days of rest. So uh Cleveland has this is as good a spot as any for Cleveland. I can't make sense of them being a favorite, to be honest. I, I, I line the fight Pittsburgh minus one, so there's value on Pittsburgh. I just don't like the short week and the travel. This is one I'll probably stay away from, guys. The Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, the thing with the Browns, all the Browns trends are against them, right? You know, they've been terrible for so long. So it's easy to look and say, oh, the Browns are 2-20 and 20 against this and 1-17 and 17 against that. But Pittsburgh really has owned them. They're 15-2. and two. And They played 17 times since Cleveland's come back. And um, they're 15-2, and two, and at least in the last 17 times. Yeah, in the last 15 times they've played. It's, it's really unbelievable, we'll like the dominance. Yeah, we'll break it down after the break there. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and a whole lot more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to get a 10% discount now. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. And guys, find us on YouTube at SportsGrid Network all fantasy and sports wagering all the time and on Instagram at sports grid TV want the edge get on the grid I'm Cam Stewart along with Gabe Renzi on tour for homicide his metal band in Montreal and frigid Montreal I'm in frigid Toronto and Lou is in beautiful beautiful Arizona probably nice and warm well me and Gabe are freezing our asses off right Lou you always tell us these East Coasters were tough right <laughs> freezing not only are you tough you're great basketball and hockey handicappers because basically there's nothing else to do but handicap. That's a, that's a good point. Right, Gabe? We're playing instrument, you know right? <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, hockey hockey and game. basketball both invented in Canada too, Lou. Uh, so <laughs> let's not forget that. 
let, let's not uh, let, let's not uh, forget that basketball Naismith right down the street actually McGill uh, McGill Ooh. University. So yeah, fun football game tomorrow. You know, you get these these divisional tilts right now. Sort of a playoff eliminator. You know, I, I brought this up a couple of weeks ago, but the NFL has gotten more intense earlier than usual this year. You know, it's sort of like around sort of like, you know, week 12 and stuff that people start to look at the standings and, all right, this team's in, this team's out. The playoff chase has begun. You know, it really has. Like, you know, you have a lot of teams, like, you know, the Chargers were sort of in an eliminator with the, the Raiders last week, and they get knocked out. Um you know, the Buffalo Bills, after their great start, they don't have a lot of room right now. The Indianapolis Colts are falling apart. There's a lot, you know, pretty much everybody's playing desperate football. And you saw it was pretty entertaining uh, football uh, over the weekend as well. But looking at the NFL card right now, I thank God it's only Wednesday because I'm not ready to pull the trigger. I'm not ready to pull the trigger uh, here, uh, Cam, on these games. I'm glad it's only Wednesday, yeah. but I'm, I'm in a tough spot. I got to get my picks. Um, to Sports Grid yeah. and the Daily Roto guys on Wednesday night, Ken. And That's these are the picks <laughs> that they print <laughs> and they put up at the Meadowlands. Yeah, and you just got to Montreal. Yeah, so what do you do? Do you just email them? Or? Get put up on, yeah, I email them in. So, but the thing is, it's early in the week. Now, there'll be yeah, a game or two too. that I might really like. But it's just, it's too early to be locking in best bets. So I got to give like a best bet now for a Monday night game when I can't even just give a couple of picks. I got to give picks for every game. So it puts me in a tough situation. And then all these picks go up and then I have all these psychotic New Yorkers either loving me or hating me because of the picks. And like, oh yeah, you'd be surprised, man. Like the sheets, like they, they have to like restack them. Like we go through like the other day, I think it was like 800 of them or something. Like, like when it weren't there, window will told me people were like complaining. Where's the picks? Where's the picks? Yeah, you know, and I got to make these on Wednesday night. I feel that pressure for them. So on Wednesday night, Cam, it's like two in the morning. I'm sending the picks in to the Daily Roto guys, and I'm just thinking about, man, I can't let those guys down at the Meadowlands, man. I gotta like, I gotta give them some winners, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll go over it. That's what I say. Like Cleveland's two and a half right now, Gabe. What do you guys think about, uh, I know, Lou, you're kind of more like me. You play sides. Gabe, you're more of a, a professional. You do. You play more uh, sides. Uh, I play more sides. I'm Sammy sides. You're more Tommy totals. But what do you think about this total with Pittsburgh and Cleveland, about 40 and a half? Pittsburgh's defense has been really, really stellar. We've talked about Mika Fitzpatrick. They shut down the Rams, and I don't know what the hell's going on with Sean McVay and the Rams. They're a totally different team. Their offensive line, like, that uh, Pittsburgh just basically like they, 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 they shut them down. And when there was a chance for the Rams to come back, they couldn't get it done. And you got to hand it to you. Ta- you talked about it, Gabe. And I agree with you hundred percent. Tomlin gets lambasted when things don't work out, when things are going well, he gets no credit for it. It's just about Fitzpatrick. Well, he's done a good job with this team. They could have mailed it in the season, but what do you guys think? Gabe, we'll start with you and then uh, go, go to Lou 40 and a half. Well, what do you think about that total with Pittsburgh and Cleveland, maybe an old school game where they grind it out or do you see points? I would lean to the under. Uh, they both um, they both played to the under this year. The Steelers are six and three to the under uh, this year. Yet it's such a low number. It is. It's just such a low number. Like that Bills Browns game should have been higher score. I mean, the Browns had like you know fourteen plays inside oh, of five and couldn't <laughs> score. Right, and it's it's a short week. It's a short week. You know, divisional tilt. These games generally play to the under. I couldn't, you know, it's hard. You can't bet the over. If you look at the last few times they played, you know, it was 33-18, 21-21 last year. They actually played to a tie. So the last three times they played, it's gone over the number. In fact, uh, four of the last five times these two teams have played, it's gone over the number. It's just too low for me to bet the under. I hate betting unders in the first place, but it's too low to pull the trigger. So it would be over or nothing for me on the total. What do you think, Lou? I know uh, I'm kind of looking at Cleveland as a favorite, thinking the wrong team might be favored, even though the Browns are at home 40 and a half. You got an opinion, Lou? Tough number. Yeah, it is. It, it, again, uh, I, I, it would be under or nothing for me. If, you know, you're going to have 11, 12 mile an hour wind at the start of the game. These teams know each other. It's divisional. Uh, I, I'll tell you what I feel. I feel a ton of respect for you guys that have to pick every game because this says pass. 
written all over it, but I know you guys have to spit out content. I feel for you. Yeah, more Gabe than me, even because well, he's got to do the sheet. It's a matter of deal with them. Yeah, it's Thursday night, or it's uh, yeah, you got to deal with it's those guys Thursday on Sunday. Night TV game, yeah. The horse crowd, and then I hear those guys on the escalator. Why well, you take the Jets over the Giants? All right, <laughs> it's like settle down, dude. Everything's okay. Yeah, no, it's the thing. You got to deal with the good things and bad things. The hostility of the people there at the sports book, and a lot of these guys, they bet pretty hard, Moretz. You've you've shown me the stats before. These guys don't screw around. They they drop dimes. Yeah, yeah. Crazy Mike was there last night. He had a thirty thousand dollar parlay uh, that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that he was playing. Uh, you know, I said this earlier, guys. I said this earlier. Looking at the NFL card this week, and it, this doesn't mean anything because there's so many times, I've said this a million times, that there's a lot of times, oh, I like the card a lot this week. You like five, six games. You like four games. And, you know, you, you end up losing. And there's other times you're like, man, yeah, the NFL card's tricky this week. And then at the end of the day, you realize, you're like, damn, I went six and yep. two. Um, this is one of these weeks where every game I almost like cringe. I'm like, Oh God, that's a, that's a, that's a tough number. And that's, that's kind of bang on. And I'm like, they're just all tough. tough. The totals are tough. The sides are tough. Um, and you know, like I said earlier, I'm glad it's Wednesday, but I got to give the picks later on tonight. But I got to tell you, Lou and Cam, man, I'll throw it to you, Lou. I don't know how you feel about looking at the NFL board this week, but there's not a ton that's jumping off the, the screen at me right now. Uh, you know, for the for Visa, and I have to have five against the spread in by Tuesday noon. And the system I've been using has been has been pretty good so far this year. I'm thirty and twenty, so uh, nice. I, I can tell you that one of the games that I've chosen is uh, the Rams, and and I rarely take favorites, but I try and go where value is. Look ahead line on this game was a full seven and now you're getting a half a point to a point discount and I, I think the Rams second game off the bye yeah they laid an egg in Pittsburgh they're coming home uh, the only chink in the Rams armor I think is their 18th ranked pass defense and excuse me 16th ranked pass defense and they have the, the number four ranked DBOA which is a, a, a stat that I follow Defense. So the key is can Trubisky with that you know terrible pass offense do any damage against the only chink in the Rams' armor? I, I see a big game for the Rams on the ground, ball control, get the lead, and then pepper them a little bit. I, I think this is a big good day for the Rams. Chicago trying to get over Danny Trevathan, uh, probably going on IR. Tight end Burton's questionable and linebacker Irving's dinged up. I think the Rams are in a good spot under the key number seven, guys. Yeah, Blue, we had uh, Mark Lawrence on in, in the first hour, and it's interesting. We talked about uh, the Atlanta Falcons and, uh, you know, a team that just doesn't quit. They play the Saints tough. Drew Brees with the inflated line, knocked people out of their survivor pools. It was a crazy game that outright. That was one that I think people got smoked on. And Mark was saying, don't be quick uh, to, to count these guys out again. Getting five and a half at Carolina. Uh, Lou, you got an opinion in that game? Uh, maybe the Falcons in the second half show a little bit of life. Carolina battled um, against the Packers. McCaffrey a little bit short on that uh, run that would have gave them a chance for a two-point conversion to tie. But what do you think about Atlanta as fi a five and a half point pooch it, at Carolina? Yeah, I see a little uh, positive reverse line movement here. Carolina's getting 64% of the tickets. Uh, meanwhile, Atlanta's doing only 36% of the tickets, yet there's 52% of the money on Atlanta, which explains why this game opened Carolina 6.5, and, and it's been brought down to 5.5. You've got sharp money betting Atlanta early, and they snatched up the 6.5 and, and the 6. What I would do if I was tackling this game is I would definitely look at Atlanta, but I'd be patient now and hope that the Sunday parlay play in uh, public pushes that number back Oops. up to six, maybe six and a half, and you can get Atlanta at that E number or better. You like that game? A game that I would uh, take a look tough. at. That's a tough one, Atlanta. A game that I'm going to be taking game. a look at. A game I'm taking a look at is Arizona against uh, San Francisco. You know, San Francisco just played an emotional game 
on uh, on Monday night, and not that they were exposed because you know, San Francisco is a damn good football team that can make the Super Bowl. Yet they were brought down to earth a little bit. They were sort of you know they were living in like this nirvana throughout the year, and we saw Arizona play them tough. Yeah, I took a, a late fumble um, and and a return to get the cover, but. Arizona have played them tough. They've beaten them eight straight times, actually, and they just covered. So I'll take a look at Arizona again. 73 against the spread this year. We'll get back with Lewis Gabe after a short break for the rest of the NFL game. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Back right heat and rage with our buddy Gam Blue in Arizona, Gabe in Montreal, getting ready for the medal shows, getting ready to practice after the show, and we're breaking down the National Football League with our boy Gam Blue. Gabe, I gotta tell you something, buddy. Uh Buffalo and Miami, that's an interesting one, but man, this is an interesting game. A lot of people, this is where people from Western New York who got a little bit of bread, they go down to the heat, want to get away from winter. You know, we're getting peppered with snow. That means Buffalo's getting double or triple peppered, so I see the Buffalo News are already freaking out. It's uh, winners just started. They probably wanted to get a nice little trip down there. Buffalo laying six at Miami. The Fish have been playing uh, a bit better. Gabe, what do you think about your Bills this week? A very interesting uh, division game, too, against the Fish. Should be good. Should be a good one. Uh, the Bills have won every game that they're supposed to uh, this year, and the Bills have lost against... Um, the Bills have lost against pretty much uh, every team that they were supposed to lose to. And I hate to say it, but they were underdogs against Cleveland. So that falls into that category. It doesn't mean they cover every week. And we saw earlier, um, we saw earlier that uh, Miami covered that big number. It was ridiculous when they were getting 16 and a half, 17 against, against the Bills on the road. I think the Bills are going to win this game. Uh, but the Bills aren't going to be blowing anybody out. And, you know, it's funny because you hear people talk about Miami tanking. Yeah, well, if they're tanking. They're tanking. They're, they're 5-0 and against the spread in the last five games. So that's a pretty good job of tanking. They're a red-hot football team right now, man. You know, it's not, you know, the Dolphins are playing with house money. They're not trying to lose games. The organization wants to lose, but the players on the field don't. You know, it's going to be a tough game. But as you stated, you know, Bills fans will take the stadium over. The Bills have done a nice job bouncing back. They haven't lost two games in a row uh, yet this year. They've done a nice job bouncing back. It's a very winnable football game for them. And Fitzpatrick doesn't play well against the Bills. He always turns the ball over. I mean, I've always, I'm always scared that he has one more win left in him against us. But he generally doesn't play well against the Bills. Uh, you know, last week when they won the game, guys, Fitzpatrick threw an interception with like four minutes left and one of the stupidest plays ever, but that's what he does, right? <laughs> they just exactly. happen to win the game anyways. So I think the Bills can win the game, but I, I'm, I'm weary of, of laying the points. But as I, was, I threw out there quickly, we'll get to the fights before we let Lou go, is yeah. the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, you know, you get a lot of points right now, man, with Arizona. You're getting double-digit points. You know, San Francisco is now getting into the mode where, you know, sort of like Golden State Warriors, when, when Steve, what Steve Kerr said, you know, they said, man, you guys got a bad, lot of bad luck now. He said, guys, we were living in like a not a realistic world for the last five years. He goes, that's just not reality. He goes, now we're an NBA team for real. <laughs> like when he's talking about all the injuries and, and everything, San Francisco sort of lived a charm life so far this year. Like I said, Arizona's always played them tough. And I've been riding Arizona on a weekly basis. And they're in your backyard, Lou. And I tell you, nationally, at least on the East Coast, they don't really get a lot of respect. People look at their win-loss record. I don't look at their win-loss record. I look at the fact that they've covered seven of ten football games. They they pretty much cover on a weekly basis, this team. They didn't have New Orleans because it was against my main man, Teddy Bridgewater, or that was when Drew Brees uh, came, came back that week. Uh, I was going to take them. I was worried about the Bridgewater. But they were in that game. It was 10-6 after three quarters. You know, Arizona have been a covering machine this year. Nobody ever, ever wants to take them, um, and that's why you get value with them. 
I'm going to respectfully disagree on both counts. Uh, San Francisco's last three was Arizona, Seattle, Arizona. And San Francisco is going to be one upset group after what happened with Seattle. Listen, they lost their top receiver. They were dinged up. They, they had every chance. They mismanaged the game, and they lost at the end. Uh, they they uh, Arizona covered against them two games ago in Arizona. But I, I, as, as hot as Arizona is, what goes up goes down. This is their second game straight on the road. I, I think uh, San Francisco is going to manhandle them here, but I would never lay 14. Regarding Buffalo and Miami, a week ago, Buffalo was seven and a half in this spot. They lose to Cleveland. Miami has a big win. All of a sudden now, Buffalo's red-haired stepchild, and this game's going to be close. Do not believe it. This is a great spot for Buffalo. As long as you're getting the number five and a half, because you've basically, since the look-ahead line, been able to go through the seven and the six. This is a numbers play. Buffalo is six and three for a reason. They're a better team. And Fitzmagic, you're right, Gabriel. You have a finger right on his pulse. I, I wasn't aware that he didn't play good against Buffalo, but I'm aware that after two good games, he throws in a real stinker, and he's ready for a stinker. He is. He I'm just is not sure the Bills' offense thing. can take advantage of it. That That's the yeah. problem. The Bills, and I, no one loves the Bills as much as I do, but we're talking about a team that scores 17, 18 points a game. It's a problem. So right? if, you're, if the other team numbers. can score, yeah, look, against Cleveland, they scored 16 points. Yeah, exactly. you know, that's, It's not just like a – it's not a one-weekly thing. It's pretty much on a weekly basis. They're going to score in that ballpark. So if you're the other team and you're able to score 14, 17 on the Bills, it's tough to lay points. You know, I, I hear, I get the spot angle, and you're right. Like, Miami is due for a clunker. You know, I, I get it. And Buffalo's defense is great still. Buffalo is, I'm not writing Buffalo off. I think Buffalo's going to finish 10-6 and six still uh, and make the playoffs. I actually like the Bills to make the playoff prop now. You can get it at, like, minus 130. It's funny because it was, like, yeah. minus 650 two weeks ago. Yeah, and suddenly, and if you look, like the Colts have problems, and the Bills are in a good spot. The Bills' schedule is manageable. You know, the Bills should go four and three down the stretch, um, and that would get them to ten and six and get them in. Yeah, but I, I know Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, big game tomorrow, man. Like I said, fun time of the year right now in the NFL. But the beautiful thing is that's why they're sports books. We can all take our opinions with our money <laughs> to the window <laughs> and get rewarded or punished for our takes. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Gabe, you got something for Lou because you guys are uh, more fight experts than me. What do you What do you think about this card and what are the fights that you, you guys are looking at, Marenzi? I'll let you and Lou uh, educate me and I'll take your advice before I throw it down on, on the MMA fights. Well, what do you think of the card uh, this week, uh, Lou? Blockowitz and uh, Jackeré. Souza. It's not often you see Souza uh, in this uh, in this price range. Uh, actually, you got Bobby Green on this card against uh, Trinaldo. This line surprises me a little bit. You know, I've had Bobby Green on the sh- on the show over the years. You know, Bobby Green. He had a couple of nice wins, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like a long time ago. Uh, Bobby's one of these guys, he does more talking than he does fighting in a cage, which could be a problem against a guy like Trinaldo. You know, the thing with Trinaldo, he's not getting any younger. Um, he's not getting any younger, but he's he's all business. And, you know, Bobby Green going to Brazil, man, it's, I'm, I'm actually surprised Trinaldo's not a little bigger, uh, bigger of a favorite uh, here. Uh, what do you think of the card in Brazil this week, Lou? Really thin. They're, you know, they're fitting a couple of foreign cards in between UFC 244 and 245, and they're, you know, they're they're throwing out all the old groceries in the refrigerator and making a nice, you know, stew out of the thing. Uh, I agree with you. Bobby Green is all about his head, and he usually doesn't bring his head to his fights. Trinaldo opened 165, and, and, and early action, they bet Bobby Green down, or we should check with Joey Odessa, maybe they bet uh, Trinaldo the wrong way in Brazil, which is the only thing that scares me. I think Trinaldo handles Bobby Green, and he said that's what he wants to do in interviews. Anything what else? Uh, you like Yeah, that's an interesting fight. 
you know, uh, the Jacare main event, guys, uh, first of all, Jacare's 39. He's really had a dubious last five fights where, you know, if he's, if he's fighting, uh, you know, a guy like Weidman or uh, uh, Tim Bosch, old washed guys, he's okay. But if he's fighting someone like Whitaker Gastelum or a pressure guy like Jack Hermanson, he's in trouble. Now he's moving up to 205 from 185, where, to my knowledge, he never had trouble making weight against a guy, Blachowicz, who's really a, an ascending fighter. He's a younger fighter. going to have six inches of reach with his arms, three inches of reach with his legs. I don't see how Sousa can get inside, let alone take him down. I, I, I see Blachowicz uh, as the first leg of an open parlay or the second leg of a parlay. I don't like to bet a minus 190 or minus 200, but I think there's value on Blachowicz. I think, I think it's a good, a good uh, position for him, even though he's in Brazil fighting Souza. Hey, Lou, uh, thanks. Steve, before uh, we get you out of here, Lou, I know. Yeah, I was going to ask him for a couple dogs. You got Shogun. Uh, uh, <laughs> dogs. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to say, you've got Shogun Hua, who, you know, probably should have hung him up years ago. Guy's been in so many wars. Big, big favorite here, too. Against Paul, uh, Paul Craig, Craig. Scott. Yeah. Can't be uh, trusting uh, Shogun at this stage to be laying minus 280. I'm not running the window to bet Craig either, but. Yeah, you know, Shogun laying two eighty at this stage of his career is—it's uh, a risky thing to do with money. I'll tell you that much. Totally agree. It's unfortunate that Craig has no striking ability because Hua gets knocked out, and I don't know that Craig can beat him on the floor. Still, that you know, you're almost fighting a fight that Hua can get away with by serving him up, Craig. And I think there's a lot of serving up to do on this Brazil card. Uh, one serve up I don't think is is accurately depicted. Orly Alves, Randy Brown. Alves opens minus 180. All the money comes into Brown. Brown's the longer, taller guy, and uh, and he and he has some recency with him. He's going to have reach. However, this is his first fight out of the United States, flying down into Brazil to fight Alves in his backyard. I'll take the value with Orly Alves right at a pick'em against Randy Brown. Hey, Lou, buddy, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for dropping by with the picks, and uh, can't wait to talk to you next Wednesday, my friend. Good luck with everything. Hope you make some units. Thank you, guys, and uh, good luck to everybody. Take care, Lou. There's Gamblu breaking it down. Marancy, well, we got a couple minutes, buddy. You're in the hotel room, Gabe, but I know you got picks for us tonight. That's uh, something. It doesn't matter if you're shredding or doing whatever with the band. I know you got a couple things. What are you looking at at the NBA tonight, Gabe? I got some uh, NHL stuff that we can go through. Islanders and Leafs, interesting game. I might lay it off the board, but what are you thinking in the association tonight? Anything uh, catch your eye? Yeah, I like the L.A. Clippers tonight at the Houston Rockets. You know, polar opposite type of basketball teams. You've got Westbrook, you've got Harden, you've got all the flash, and you've got Kawhi Leonard, who just brings uh, the substance uh, to the table. And I tell you what, the, um, the Clippers beat the Raptors the other night, but it took everything that they had. And Kawhi Leonard didn't play well. It was part Raptors. I think he was a little freaked out playing against the Raptors, even though he split, like he doesn't, it wasn't like it was a animosity split. Right. I think, you know, it just exactly. it was kind of an emotional night for him. And he was a little bit off, you know, 12 points for him, especially when you consider him playing a game before. So I expect Kawhi to bring it tonight. You know, Kawhi only scored 12 points. I take a look at Kawhi props. It's not like yeah, Houston have anybody that's going to be able to stop him. And he only scored 12 points the other night. I'll look for the Clippers as an underdog to beat the Houston Rockets uh, tonight. Uh, you get about plus 130 on the money line. But I take a look at Kawhi Leonard's uh, over player prop uh, as well, total points. I think the Clippers win, and I think Kawhi goes off tonight. What do you think about the college? You take a Northern Illinois, anything step out there? No, you know what? I you know I, I lost last night in a Mac, and I left a bad taste in my mouth, Kevin. Just for the record, Kawhi's 28 and a half. I think he'll go over. He'll go over to 28 and a half. I did do well in college basketball uh, last night. I did well in college basketball uh, last night. If I come across a late-night play, I like some of this West Coast stuff. You know, Grand Canyon plus 12 could be worth a look tonight against San Diego State, but that's better than like Clippers on the money line and Kawhi Leonard over 28 and a half. 
Have fun, buddy. Keep shredding for me. I'm going to take the Caps Philly over six and a half count. Minus 140 in Vegas regulation. Have a good one, Gabe. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Mark, how, how are things uh, with the college board and everything? Uh, LSU, good, big, big game, good upset. And uh, Gabe, you talked about your buddy uh, Phil Steele with that Joe Burrow pick. It's looking very, very real now uh, at the start of the year at 200 to 1. But what a performance. What a game. I wish we had that ticket in our back pocket, Mark. Man, that was unbelievable. What a football game. Yeah, that would probably might be going down as uh, the college football game of the year unless something else better comes about. But uh, it was must-watch TV, and uh, LSU delivered the goods. Nice to see. So the question now becomes... Where does Alabama fit into this college football playoff picture? And my vote would be hopefully on the outside looking in, but we'll see exactly how everything shakes out before the playoffs are announced. What do you think yeah, about that's that? The thing. People you know, are going to get. Uh, what do you think about Bama? People, you people know, they're still make... they're a good team, but they always get in game because of pedigree and stuff. But maybe not this year, right? Like, what do you? How do you think that's going to play out? Like, I wouldn't be mine if they got left out this year. They're still a damn good team, though. Well, there's, there's still a lot of football left to be played. Um, yeah. I, I don't get too concerned with these these uh, rankings. And in, in the five years previously, the team has been ranked number one in the first poll, has never won the championship. I could be wrong, but I think it might be once it happened where the four teams actually got in. But I'm not even sure, Mark, if the four teams in the first four have ever gotten in. And it really leads us to, you know, we see this all the time in, in – uh, in college basketball, even though there shouldn't be yep. that much pressure, but inevitably you always see it. The poll comes out, whatever team is ranked number one on Sunday night, Monday morning, they lose Monday night inevitably on ESPN. It just it seems like clockwork. <laughs> and, exactly. You know, Baylor, Baylor sort of, you know, Baylor's been dancing with the devil and getting away with it and on, on a weekly basis. But now you get Georgia, and if there's one thing that stands out to me, Mark, about these rankings uh, that came out last night, we talk about Alabama. And I, you know, I get it. There's an Alabama fatigue, and even I want to see other people sort of get a chance. But at the same point in time, I don't think you can argue that Alabama aren't the one, the best one lost team. I know it's frustrating to people, um, and I think Georgia overrated. I've been saying this all yeah. year, Mark. This, this Georgia team to me, it, it's not the same Georgia team as last year. It's not the same Georgia team as two years ago. They're stacked, they're loaded, they got a bunch of blue chip uh, talent, but they're not, it's not. Not as dominant. It's not the same, and they're dealing with higher expectations. They're just living in a different neighborhood now, Georgia, and I think it might be just a little bit too high rent for them. Join the experts.